Yo, um, so I usually record the podcast Sunday night and, you know, I edit it Monday and post it on Tuesday and then you guys listen to it, whatever. But today something crazy happened. It's Monday and I couldn't wait till next week to uh, post or talk about it. And it's really important. And we just got Vaughn Miller from the Denver Broncos. We traded for him. Only gave up like two second day draft picks. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, for one, I I wasn't really expecting to trade. A lot of people were wondering why the hell we traded Kenny Young. Especially with the uh, recent issues we had inside near the linebacker position. But turns out that we were just making uh, space for Vaughn Miller of all people and first when I first saw the news I was pretty surprised I was shocked and I'm pretty juiced and that's really how I felt <laughs> for a good chunk of the day I don't really uh, well I know Vaughn Miller but I don't really watch him too much I don't watch the Broncos I swear the last time I probably watched Vaughn Miller was the Super Bowl when he was uh, all up on uh, Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers as the uh, Broncos won that Super Bowl. And, yeah, I don't really know if he's still really good. I know he's great. Like, I, I hear about him. Like Again, I don't really watch him. And he's not really old. <laughs> he's like 33 or something, and that's still... That's still he can still be athletic. I mean, he's not going to be near his prime that he once was I'm not expecting him to be that way but I expect him to really be a big factor for us on defense and even if it's like just 75 or 80 60 percent whatever of what he used to be I think that's good enough for this defensive front because I mean our whole defensive line is built around Aaron Donald and just trying to make his day easier by trying to take as much double teams and triple teams off of him and that's why we made a big push to get Leonard Floyd back on the team because not only was he great but he was a very uh, respectable edge rusher that could take the pressure off of Aaron Donald so he can put pressure on a quarterback so now with Vaughn Miller on the edge it's gonna be spooky man <laughs> and we get our first taste of it this Sunday night when he uh, straps or he suits up for us <laughs> against the Tennessee Titans, and I will talk about that in that week. And speaking about the Titans, also some unfortunate news: Derek Henry has a foot injury, and he will be missing the entire season, the remainder of the season, and that's really unfortunate. Cause one, I don't really like injuries, and I want everybody to be healthy I don't care if it's a rival team I really want to see everybody compete at a high level full level and I really wanted to see Derrick Henry run for over 300 yards against our rush defense and just to see him just and his at his peak you know he's King Henry and he's one of the best running backs probably ever to play the game and he was heading towards the MVP season and it's just really unfortunate but yeah, we will see Von Miller on uh, this Sunday. I will have that recap. I wish I could go to the game. I'm not. But yeah, just to update you guys and hopefully you enjoy this episode. Not really a lot happened, but check it out.
Shout out to Von Miller. Welcome to the Rams family. And yeah, peace. <laughs> uh, Uwe Allen, Rams week eight. Halloween against the Texans. I'm going to be honest. I did not watch the second half of this game. It was kind of a snoozer. And it's one of those weeks that nothing really happened. <laughs> and luckily it's on the we're on the winning side back then like when the Rams really sucked it's been a long time but there used to be games that would end in like the first quarter and I just have nothing to say other than that we got whooped but it's a new day McVay era and we're on the winning side and we absolutely destroyed the Houston Texans and I really don't know what to say other than that this week was basically basically like a a bye week like a free scrimmage a free uh practice against uh a quote nfl team <laughs> and it basically was and this game was over by the first half only bad thing i have to say about this game was that we had some severe red zone red zone issues we didn't get it done in there and we should have went three for three in a red first the first three drives we should have went three for three three touchdowns going up 21-0 instead we started our first three drives 10 and up 10-0 and with the failed fourth down conversion and yeah that's just not up to our standards and doesn't matter if it's a throwaway game against a weaker team we're supposed to be converting these drives and playing like an elite team and luckily it didn't cost us in this game because you know the Texans are bad but it's not we're not going to get away with it in the playoffs we're not going to get away with it against later on this year and yeah it was uh rather disappointing just didn't ex execute in the red zone I think Matthew Stafford whiffed on a uh he overthrew Cooper Cup again and some baffling Stafford throws. I, last week, he didn't have a lot of bad throws that I've mentioned before earlier on the season with his inconsist inconsistencies throwing the ball. But this game, he had some hiccups. But after he got settled down in Houston, I think everything just kind of went as it should be. I think everything worked out there is Robert Woods uh big patch big catches uh jet sweep for a touchdown uh another deep ball to Cooper Cup with the side of yak you know yards after catch and Van Jefferson also got involved and yet yeah, a lot of Daryl Henderson this game ran really well against a really really poor rush defense by Houston and also had some receiving touchdowns. I think he dropped another one too. So yeah, other other than some mistakes offensively, I thought it was a good game or a decent performance. It could have been better, but yeah, expected. And yeah, we got the victory. We're uh, seven and one now. And Houston sucks. <laughs> and yeah, can it's crazy. And I, I mean. Brandon Cooks is still on a team. Shout out to him. He's on our uh, Super Bowl playing team. We didn't win it. But I love him. Wasn't as good as I thought he would be. But he still contributed. 
But that whole Houston team is a joke. <laughs> and it sucks for Houston that at one point they were, uh, they had one of the bright young QBs in the league, along with Josh Allen, Mahomes, and them. And they were a playoff team, a competitor in AFC. Had uh, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt, and yeah, and it all blew up. <laughs> and it's just been disastrous. And then compounding that with Deshaun Watson, who decided to be a creep. And with his uh, massages, and I don't know what the hell happened there, but he's supposedly a weirdo, but he's still not suspended, <laughs> so he's still there. <laughs> but that whole franchise is basically back to square one. And yeah, just I uh, want to thank the Houston Texans for being a for giving us uh, experience and allowing us to practice at their stadium. <laughs> so yeah. Shout out to them, and yeah, it's just one of those weeks where I just don't have anything anything really to say for a good reason. <laughs> but with that said, like I honestly watched, got the opportunity to watch Red Zone <laughs> and watch other teams in the meantime, and I got to see some rather exciting games. I mean, Justin Fields almost won it against San Francisco or Santa Clara, and yeah, got it. He had a really crazy play where he showed off some Dante Dante help Dante Hall uh moves where he uh juked defenders and went reverse and went the other way for a touchdown. Sadly enough it wasn't to win enough to win the game which I really wanted cuz that would have essentially ended the Niners season but Jimmy G won it and yeah, I guess we'll have to do it ourselves. So Looking forward to that. Uh, Seahawks did win against Jacksonville. Uh, cool. Other things, uh, Carson Wentz had a really bizarre end to the game. Uh, they could have beat the Tennessee Titans, who are sitting on top of that AFC South. And, you know, they could have uh, saved their season, at least pushed them towards a wild card. But Carson Wentz really fumbled in that, or... <laughs> really dropped the ball <laughs> trying to think of non-puns but he had a baffling interception on a screenplay back at their own end zone that got returned for a touchdown but it didn't matter because they took the overtime anyway and then in overtime he throws like this baffling interception where he underthrows like a def- wide receiver to the corner and essentially that would just end the game possibly their season but I don't know what the hell that was. And then there was uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert, losing to the Patriots. And then uh, Joe Burrow losing to the Jets. And this is coming off of me buying the rookie card. So, like, what the hell? And so I'm really thinking I should buy, like, a bunch of Kyler Murray, Murray cards. Because if I buy his cards, then the Cardinals are going to lose. So, yeah, I'll keep that in mind this week on ebay <laughs> other things uh tom brady losing to the saints and i just want to tell everybody that he did that on purpose like this is all falling into their plans this is ex- this is exactly what they wanted because last year you remember that the page or oops <laughs> the bucks had fallen off to a rough start and you know it just painted the picture of uh them figuring it all out and 
winning the rest of the season. And it just it was all planned by the Bucks. They were a good team the whole time. And I think the Bucks are doing the same thing here. They're just they they've been silently winning, getting it done. But they just wanted like a little adversity, you know. Tom Brady, he thrives off that losing. He thrives off of critics, criticism. So I swear to God, like I think, I think he did this. He did this on purpose. Like he threw that pick six at the end on purpose. It's, it's all part of his master plan, just to, <laughs> just to uh, show resiliency, you know. Just to have, you know, just to write the storybooks, make it more interesting. And yeah, other things too, you have to remember that Tom Brady never played in a packed Superdome in a rivalry game against the Saints. So, you know, maybe that may, may have been a thing. Maybe if the Saints had a full crowd at the Superdome last year, maybe Drew Brees doesn't mess up. <laughs> maybe Tom Brady doesn't have a good game. You know, stuff like that. But all part of that pandemic season and how that season worked out but the Bucks are going to figure it out they're not going to be a problem at all in the NFC and with that so, oh, other games too uh, Browns losing to the Steelers that was huge uh, Browns could have stole that game and you know with the the Bengals losing they could have used that but oh well and uh, yeah and of course, the Cardinals losing to the Packers on Thursday. The, pa- the Packers didn't even have anybody. Like their entire team was wiped out due to injury. Devontae Adams had COVID, and they still lost. <laughs> it's beautiful, and exactly what we wanted. Now we're tied with the Cardinals and top of the NFC, but the but the Packers are now seven and one too. So we got to deal with them and. Top of the NFC is looking rather tough right now. The wild card games, not worried about it, but keeping an eye out for like a team that might get hot late. And with that said, uh, I still got time left. Uh, let me end it with the Tom Brady 600 touchdown controversy or what happened. So basically he threw 600, 600 TD last week and I think was it was it uh Mike Evans I think is that yeah somebody gave it to a fan instead of giving it off to uh, you know the staff so they could send it off to Canton Ohio the Hall of Fame you know to set it for uh whatever to display it and instead of doing that he gave it to a fan and you know if you don't follow sports to get the ball back they usually offer like special gifts and stuff like that to uh, compensate them for the exchange because you know it's technically their ball (laughs) and yeah the fan ended up giving the ball up in exchange for signed jerseys season tickets and one bitcoin which is worth like 60,000 right now the question is is whether that was a good trade and my answer is absolutely not. That is like the dumbest trade ever. Yeah, that Bitcoin might appreciate, but it's still a volatile asset. Uh, the signed jerseys, if they are game-worn game worn jerseys, they'll be worth something. It's a regular season game, so it's not really worth that much, but it's still Tom Brady, gamers. Those are 
those are always worth like a lot and then the season tickets whatever like assuming that <laughs> they're probably rich anyways because they have front row seats so like that's kind of nothing but at the end of the day that's like the 600th touchdown by tom brady like something like matthew stafford just hit 300 like last week this is like a feat that'll never be reached possibly mahomes might reach it unless he like if he if he kind of figures himself out right now but that's a feat that probably will never be reached in nfl history ever again by the greatest player of all time i don't agree greatest quarterback of all time yeah i agree that's the greatest quarterback of all time tom brady and you have the 600 td that's equivalent to like barry bonds is like 750th home run and he gave that up for a bitcoin like that's like a that's that's a million dollar ball right there he could have got way more for that and i'm really disappointed that he did it kind of reminds me of zach campbell the baseball guy that catches all the home runs they kind of villainized him for uh holding uh i think Derek jeter's home run i think yeah Derek jeter's 2k something like that they villainized or they kind of criticized him for doing it but he was smart because that <laughs> he's not an idiot like he knew that that was worth way more than they were offering and yeah for me like let's say like i got matthew stafford's uh 600th td pass what am I going to give that away for? I want I want gamers in the playoffs. Give me playoff game-worn jerseys from Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods, Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald autographed. I want all five or all of them. Give me season tickets for five, ten years. Give me Super Bowl. Give me uh, free concert tickets for an entire year at SoFi. Give me, uh, give me uh, free free parking passes as well because those are expensive. Give me, uh, give me uh, sweet levels. Give me uh, the right to pass through every security security uh, guard throughout the throughout the stadium. Give me, uh, give me field access. Give me, uh, basically, give me a statue at SoFi Stadium. If I got the 600 TD from the greatest quarterback, Matthew Stafford, <laughs> period. And yeah, so shout out to that fan. You made a made an awful decision, but you, you thought you you thought you were making a good decision. That's best for the team. You know, you let your fandom get in the way of your financial <laughs> your financial goals or whatever you may say. But shout out to you. Shout out to. Uh, the Cardinals losing, shout out to the Rams, and yeah, that'll be the episode, short episode, thanks for listening, <laughs> that's all I gotta say, it's short week, easy win, Rams rule, whose house, peace. <laughs>